Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an episode of The Whip. If you listen to the previous version, you'll have heard our yarn regarding UFC 280. It's just a bit of a follow-up UFC episode because, as I alluded to, Zach's in India probably shitting himself. And another audio episode because Zach's in India shitting himself with a video camera and I couldn't be fucked to find another one in time because we're a bit rushed this week. I have resident UFC expert on my right, Ty Zockling. How are you? Again? Very good. Again, thank you for having me. No worries. Always a pleasure. We are just recording this just before the official futsal team of the podcast runs onto the hallowed Chroma Park. Are we going to get a sponsor for that soon from the potty? Or? We will, once we start actually making some money. Um, the millions are coming. The millions You've are coming. we to spend money to make money. That's true. Well, we have Mike's camera, which I don't have. Um, reached out to Hallow Sport the other day. They responded. Shout out to Hallow Sport. Listen to them after you listen to this. Um, they could learn a thing or two from us, just quietly. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to futsal tonight, Matt. We um, hopefully get the dub. The game FC, you all just lost the game. Unfortunately, I had to miss out on that one last week. I had uh, prior commitments, but the team obviously missed me. Took a hard L. We took an L in the first game, but I feel like you know we needed a warm-up. The, the other team we played were, you know... They didn't get it. We have it. They didn't get it, but yep. they got us on the day. It was pouring conditions. We're a dry. We're a dry weather footy team. You can't blame us. That happens. Exactly. You know? Everyone has an off day, and once again, I wasn't there. So that's true. You know, maybe we, we got tonight. I'm there. We'll get the dub. We no missed worries. You. you have the. You're the communication at the back, where I'm kind of you know I'm in, I'm doing the dirty work. I guess that's where you scouted me for this podcast. Communication skills. Exactly right. So backing up to what we were talking about, we're here with sort of some UFC. Uh, we just want to give. The people who listen to this, just, you know, how we approach our UFC punting. Um, we have a punters club. I'd say it is quite successful. We, uh, you know what? It actually is. Considering we, uh, we put, I'd say we put roughly 20 to $30 worth of UFC bets on every single card. And we started with $70 in the account. And what are we at now, Elliot? We're on 343 So I reckon we're, we're, we're making a decent score. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, so the name is I Can't Let You Get Close. Reference Sh- to the, the goat, Chael Sonnen. Um, so I guess how we do it is like we have these things on a Sunday where, you know, we have a group chat for PPVs. Everyone comes around. We submit our picks. Winner at the end of the year gets an all-they-can, all of drinks and a dinner. And the loser, who is currently Caleb, friend of the show, has to walk around wearing a red UFC shirt. It's a great initiative that we, we me, put together for the UFC yep. fans in our little group. Yeah. The idea that whoever loses at the end of the year has to be shamed while wearing a bright red UFC shirt out on a night out in the city while everyone else is dressed to the tee is just going to be absolutely hilarious. Uh, this will be documented as well on the Instagram. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and if you hate us, leave a negative comment about how much you hate us so we get put on the YouTube algorithm. Please not too much hate for me. I'm fragile. That's okay direct it towards me and my learned friend who is no longer with us he's not dead he's just in india so you pick which is worse um i think a lot of the time when we're looking at the punters club i don't know how much research goes into it it's just a lot of feel uh, look i'll be the, i'll come across and say that when i'm in there doing my damn thing there is a zero research done now in regards to the red shirt there's a lot of research a done. Lot of research. <laughs> There's a lot you of research. You do not want to be that guy at the end wearing the red shirt. I'm not wearing the red shirt. But in regards to bets, 
There's no researching. I, I, for example, uh, the other week, Kevin Holland getting submitted by Hamzat. I mean, I didn't know how that fight was going to go. And I just, I was there on the day. They were walking out. There was like minus two minutes till the multi could be put on. And I went, Hamzat's going to tap him out. Why do I say that, Elliot? Why? Because Kevin Holland can't wrestle. Yeah. I um, mean, it was it was a good shout. It was. I didn't know whether he would get the sub. I thought it might be a taken to the ground, ground and pound type operation. However, that was uh, a very good bet and one that won us a little bit of coin, I think. What? I also got Corey Hansagen the other week by Corey, KO. Corey, Corey Sanhagen of Hansagen fame. Of, you know, used car salesman fame. Uh, I also got him by KOTK $43 the other week, $8. I should have loaded up, but technically it was a doctor's stoppage. But we take the wins where we can get him. We take, we take the wins where we can get him. With your bets, Elliot, they are... They're safe. Mm, safe wasn't the word I would use. Oh, that's the word I'd go with. They won. You win every now and again. I'll admit you're on a bit of a tear at the moment. I'm so ripping a tear at the moment. I am sort of letting you do your thing. I like to have a fair bit of control over the, the punts in that sports bet group. However, I cannot say a lot at the moment because I am on a little bit of a losing streak. It has affected my mental well-being a oh. lot. By a little bit of a losing streak, I'm going through the resulted bets and I can't see one. I think I'm probably down seven or eight in a row. However, the bets I do put on are over about $10 odds at a minimum. True. Where I'm like the safe bet guy. Yeah. I see that no, those numbers going down. I'm like, you know, for example, this, for example, coming up, South Sydney, we'll take the, we'll put, we'll put a 20 on that to take the win. Cause I think they're going to do para. They're not oh, playing, they're gonna, uh, playing Penrith. Sorry, I didn't do South Sydney. I did Parramatta. Parramatta to, to beat the Cowboys. Paying 220, put a 20 on that. I like Parramatta in that game. Yeah. I like Penrith a lot against the Bunnies. I like no Penrith. bias whatsoever. Western Sydney final now. We fucking hate Penrith and we fucking hate them. Only like kidding. There's a lot of bias. I fucking hate South Sydney with a passion. And I will do anything I can to watch them lose. But I kind of like Latrell. He's hot. He's a fucking idiot. Oh, Rooster's fan to my right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Uh, I think the viewers probably could have told. Yeah, I was a maybe. Rooster's fan pretty early on in yeah, that one. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'm a West Tigers fan, so, you know, no hate. Just yeah, feel sorry for going. me. But, you know, considering changing to Roosters. West but Tigers are like supporting the Tony Ferguson's of the UFC. Yeah, so back to that punting, punting. I had Tony in that last fight. Now, I know everyone got excited about it, and the casual in me did, but looking back on it, that was probably the worst card I've ever seen. Yeah, I also had to leave that one a bit early. Unfortunately, I trekked it out to the new Allianz Stadium oh, to watch yeah, my did. beloved Roosters lose to the Rabbitohs. Shout out to the Roosters. Love you no matter what. But Reach out for sponsor. I saw bits and pieces of that Diaz Ferguson fight and I was not impressed whatsoever. It was they both were washed and old in that one. They were washed and old. Kind of disappointing for Ferguson in terms of he was the one who was bringing it to Diaz, but he just jumped him too early and just got taken down. Now we had this discussion, which I want to share with the whippersnippers of the channel, that Nate Diaz is the biggest dribbler in the UFC. We were having the discussion when the press conference was going on. Who is the bigger dribbler, Nate Diaz or Tony Ferguson? Because the amount of absolute garbage that comes out of both their mouths is ridiculous. When Nate Diaz does an interview, it is incoherent. You, you can't, can't hear it. You, you cannot can't understand you a fucking word he is saying. You cannot hear it. You can't hear it. It's Unlike this podcast where you can't see us, you can't hear him. So you pick I'm which is worse. I'm going to throw motherfuckers. Um, 305. That's about it. That's literally it. Uh, um, Conor McGregor. Um, uh, uh, fuck these guys. Like, kind of- yeah. He's, 
he, he just recently did get released from his contract in the UFC. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see. Not released, sorry. He fought out his contract. I'm keen to see what he does. Well, news came across the WIP podcast desk today from our researchers that extended talks have been happening between Nate Diaz and Bellator. Interesting. I think the Bellator thing for Nate is probably a long shot. I think he's probably going to go to boxing and get a bit of a payday. I think you'll fight Jake Paul. I think that's a good fight. I think if Jake Paul beats Anderson Silva, that's an which I think will happen. And I think if Jake Paul fights Nate Diaz, I think Jake Paul wins that one as well. Oh, easily. Yeah. Like Nate... um, yeah, he didn't look too impressive in his last fight. He has he has pretty good boxing, um, but, you know, Jake is very young and, as much as I hate to say it, very talented. Yeah, he's pretty good. Like, he trains hard. Yeah, and he's got, like, you know, a good team around he's a naturally him. He's a natural athlete. Now, will he become world champion? Fuck no. No, no. but when he's being fed tuna cans, is he going yeah. to like? him But Anderson Silva is a tough fight. Anderson Silva is a very tough fight, but he's 47 years old. But he did beat Thingo's son. Just recently, who was yeah, a champ? Yeah, Who was a champ, I think. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I think the Mexican Still old. probably rolled in with a couple couple dollar bills up his nose. Oh, probably. Um, so definitely a big fight. Um, interesting thing about the Diaz fight is I don't think Jake will knock him out. Yeah, well, Diaz has got the renowned chin, mm. so you'd think that it'd actually be a pretty decent fight in that regard because it's likely to, you know, go the distance and, and go for a while. Yeah, I can't imagine Nate going to Bellator. I mean... No, I don't, I don't see it I mean, considering he said that he doesn't want to fight anymore. Yeah. And then why would you go from the UFC to Bellator? I think that's probably a, a play from, you know, your Bellator marketing teams of the world to go, yeah, we're talking to Nate Diaz. Create a bit of hype, but mm. in reality, will it happen? Official pick, no. No. No, it won't. Um, so, yeah, we've got another, another few fights coming up this year that we're excited about. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Adesanya. Sorry, Whippersnippers, with the lack of cameras here, Ties, I've got an unpleasant view of me just sprawled out across the couch because, well, I don't give a fuck how I'm looking. We're in the official futsal gear of the podcast. We are um, both sprawled out and comfortable. We are sprawled out and comfortable. So rest assured. Now, I want to get your thoughts on Adesanya versus Pereira. What I'm really happy about, not with that fight in general, but I'll get into that fight, is that the PPVs for this back end of the year are seriously stacked. They are stacked. We've gone through a bit of a lull at the moment, especially the last one, but that's okay. Dana's made up for it. Dana Dana. has definitely made up for it, especially UFC 281 headlined uh, by Adesanya and Pereira at the Madison Square Garden, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. We've been looking for a worthy opponent for Israel Adesanya we have. in even recent though, times. Even though he is boring now. I don't I can't see this fight with Pereira being boring because Pereira is gonna bring the fight to him and be trying to knock Izzy out at every opportunity. And I don't know if you saw that vision of Pereira fight sparring with Glover, but he looked fucking he good. He looked fucking quick. Quick. Like, Glover, I know Glover's a wrestler and stuff, I understand, and the better fighter, but Glover looked gassed. Yeah, Pereira was he just looked like Pereira there. had, you know, given him the absolute runaround. So Pereira's not a joke, and I think he's the perfect matchup for Pereira, but I also think that... I think this fight favours Pereira because he's not going to try wrestling. Pereira hasn't been that around that long, mm-hmm. so he hasn't had to deal with wrestlers. So I think this is the perfect fight for him. Do I think a win? No. Do I think he's going to get tagged at one point like he hasn't been yet? Yes, I do. I think the backstory to this fight is just as interesting as the fight itself. The fact that 
you know, they fought twice in kickboxing. First fight was a very close decision loss that Pereira won. Yep. Second fight was a vicious knockout of mm. Adesanya. So we do know that with the bigger gloves that Pereira can, you Knock know, put, put Izzy's lights out. You get those four ounce gloves in there and the likelihood of someone getting knocked out yeah. is multiplied. Now, the thing I'll give to Izzy that's a bit different, you know, with me as a casual of the kickboxing game is from my little experience doing Muay Thai. <clears throat> you, you, did you did Muay Thai? I did, I did, I did. I you did? What I happened? Was, I was too good, I retired. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were going to say it was a career-ending toe injury or something like that. No, well, maybe it was, but I won't, I won't be discussing that with the fans. Uh, but reach out, physiotherapist, to sponsor. Um, the thing is, what I've learned is that Muay Thai doesn't have as much movement as MMA. Where I think Izzy now in the MMA, why he's excelled a lot is his movement. Where you see Pereira fight, and fair enough, he KO'd Sean Strickland pretty quickly, but it's not, like, Izzy's much more free-flowing. Now, do I know what the fuck I'm talking about? No, I'm going off vibe and vibe alone. Where those kickboxing fights, like, the traditional thing is you do stand in front of the opponent. And bang. Yes. I, I, I definitely agree with that. I also think that there isn't a whole lot of footage of Pereira in fighting mixed martial arts fights because I believe his record is either five and one or six and one. So, you know, he doesn't have a wealth of experience in the MMA game and he's only had, this will be his fourth fight in the UFC. So he's really shot up the rankings there to get that fight with Artis. Well, you know, they've realized that that division is basically dead. It's dead. Um, Um, But they've honestly struck gold with with this matchup and they've really, you know, they've given Pereira, uh, you know, they they picked fights for him. Yeah, Pereira six and one. Yeah, so... Mm. If I had to officially predict on that one, it'd be hard to go against the champ, Adesunya, but it is going to be one goddamn good fight. Another fight I'm looking forward to a lot on that card that has recently been announced is Michael Chandler. This makes me horny. This makes me horny. Now, this fight is as a result of Dustin being a bit of a gimp at the uh, event, don't know which one, and yelling at... Uh, Chandler. Now, I want Chandler to win because I hate Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier, you cuck. Yeah, you, Dustin Soria. Louisiana Swamp Trash. As you can tell, not big fans of him over here. Not big fans of Dustin unless, Poirier. Unless he wants to come on or his hot sauce wants to sponsor us, then I'll delete this episode. Or his hot missus. Yes. Jolie's wife. Jolie's wife. Um, I've got Dustin in that fight. I had to say it. Yeah, I think so as well. I think... Dustin's got the better boxing in that one. Yeah. I think, you know... It'll be entertaining. It'll be entertaining as fuck. Chandler brings it every fight he comes into. There's no doubt that one will be a good one. Um, But he doesn't deserve another title shot, which is why I want Chandler to win. I'd like to see Chandler get another title shot. But... I think any casual UFC fan would like to see Chandler get another title shot. It was a good fight. Because every single one of his fights, you... It's like must... It's must watch. Yeah, you just, you know, just stand you got to tune in. Yeah, you do have to tune in. But, but I yeah. think Poirier... But then what happens? Like, Poirier gets like another probably. title shot? I yeah, think. I think so. Unfortunately... He's had three. A lot, of, a lot of those guys in that lightweight division have already had a couple of cracks at the title. It's a, it's it's There needs to be new, someone new to come in. Like, we have Islam, who's come in. So We, maybe, we have Paddy the Batty, who's, you know, sort of rising through the ranks. But yeah, he's, but a, while, he's a while off that sort of that title video of, That video of him taking out the Marines was hectic. Yeah, that was crazy. Tapped out like 10 in a row. Um, so hopefully he can do some things. I mean, if he runs into, you know, 
someone who's up around like he wouldn't be Dustin so hopefully no not a chance yeah so hopefully he can avoid all they're those build, people they're building him up yeah, hopefully you can avoid all those people. You know, maybe if Dustin loses to Chandler, Dustin goes up to 170 and finally stops being a bitch and fights Colby. That'd um, be a fight I can tune in for. Uh, Colby would win, I think. Yeah, Colby would win for At sure. 170. Um, interesting to see what happens with Colby. I don't know what he's going to do. I, I think the Hums Up fight is the one to make. I think in a dream world, UFC 282 still waiting for a headline main event at the end of the year. My dream scenario... I don't think it'll happen, but I would love to see Colby and Hamza headline that card. I think 282, and I know I've said it all year, but this isn't me joking. I think 282 is going to be John Jones' Stipe. There's been talks of that fight for a while. I don't know whose end is holding it up. I think I've heard, I, if you believe the grapevine, it's Stipe wanting to get a bit heavier because apparently he was struggling to get heavier. Right. And he didn't want to come in light. So. All talks are it is CP. Now, whether that's true or not, no. That's just what I've heard on two podcasts and comments on a UFC. Post. So you've heard it on three podcasts now. So you've heard it on three, exactly. So it is, you'd call it fact. Uh, you know, the fact that we're saying it, this podcast, it, it is true. Now, I when is UFC 282? That's December, isn't it? Middle of December. Last last one of the year. I think that that will be... Headlined by Jones Miocic. If they can get it in LA, yeah. Because that's the thing now. You've got to think about what st- venues are booked and shit. Yeah, I think probably most likely Las Vegas. Oh, sorry, LA. Las Vegas. Yeah, I think Las Vegas probably most likely destination for that one. A little T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. And yeah, either one of those fights would be unreal to round out the year. They normally stack the end of the year card pretty heavy. Um, so we could get a couple of good headliners. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm really hoping that they do put a couple of good fights on that one to round out. Uh, the end. I see a world where Colby doesn't fight Hamza. I like. I love Colby, but I just if Hamza can even make the weight. Yeah, it's not looking good for him at 170. No, but can't. that is that is the fight. There is no other fight at no, 170, and that's. Well, that's the fight to get. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like Usman Leon Edwards will probably rematch in Feb, about Feb. Probably a little bit later in the year. They, I think they want to do, you know, a London show for that one yeah, for okay. Leon. Um, but yeah, that that's the fight to make. The rematch, Leon and Usman, and the number one contender fight has to be Colby and Hamza. How long has Usman out for? Because he got starch. Is that six month minimum? Yes, something like that. But I mean, we've seen people come back from quicker of. Tony Ferguson fame coming oh. back after getting <laughs> yeah. viciously KO'd by yeah. Michael Chandler but maybe the UFC takes note of that and Tony Ferguson's performance in the most recent fight and tells Kamaru mate take a little bit of time fuck off. so that's ages away that'll, that'll be ages away um, another one to look forward to at the beginning of next year all signs are pointing towards a card finally back in Australia Vulcan yeah but who's Vulcan a fight by that Emmett cunt um or are we going to get a 155er? Look, dream scenario, he fights the winner of Islam, Charles Oliveira, February, Australia next year. I don't, yeah, that's the dream, but I don't think they put that fight in Australia. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument you had there, but there's also the argument that Australia does, you know, they don't do be arenas, they can do stadium yeah, shows it would be where stacked. lots of people are able to buy tickets to that. Lots and lots of money. And we should think, oh no, because they match up our time zone because it's on a Sunday. Yeah. We will be going to that fight. If, if that fight 
Sorry, if that card comes to fruition in Australia, you going. bet your fucking asses. Hopefully in I Sydney. I am there. Pro- most likely Melbourne, but hopefully it's Sydney. Most likely Melbourne, but regardless of we are there. destination in Australia, we I will be, be there. there. Where this podcast and resident UFC expert will be there. We will do, yeah, if that po- if that is there, we will do an episode from the hotel. That would be before. an unreal episode. A preview and then a review when we get a back. A review would equally be as interesting considering how inebriated we probably will be we will be inebriated now we'll probably start doing these preview review episodes with cards maybe not all cards and definitely not fight nights because who cares but yeah so um do you have any more comments before we leave that and we head off to defend the badge of the futsal team of the podcast i'd like to hope the the picks i've made during the couple of episodes oh yeah so let's quickly wrap it up so podcast go all right so main events coming up we talked about in the last one but we both have charles both have Charles, yep. Izzy or Pereira? Officially Izzy. Okay, Izzy. Dustin Chandler? Dustin. Yep, same. Steve Hay Jones if it happens? Jones. Volk Oliveira if it happens at 155. Volk. By what? Any fucking way he wants, but not a pick with any confidence whatsoever, purely going off Australian bias. Okay, I'll take you on that. All right, what about Volk versus Islam? Same thing. Who, do, who does Volk have a better chance to win against? I'd say Volk has a better chance against Charles than Islam. Why do you say that? Because I think Charles would want to would most likely stand with Volkanovski, and I think the wrestling of Islam would probably be too much for Volkanovski, but I don't think Islam's wrestling will be too much for Charles Oliveira. Yeah, they're a bit different fighter. All right, well, that's us for today, ladies and gentlemen. Another UFC episode done and dusted. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And, um, you know, if you have anything negative to say, make sure you leave it in the comments so it gets the YouTube algorithm. Obviously, positive comments are feasible. Now, there's no video for this episode. Apologies, it will be on YouTube, but it'll just be our logo and maybe some funny photos and a slideshow. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed the content and thank you very much for having me. No worries. Thank you, Ty. You'll be back. Uh, we'll probably get Ty back on maybe just after depending the main- on how these picks go yes if it's a really shitty won't be back but we'll get him back on after the main event for a breakdown of the events alright thanks bye